I Can't Breathe, A Divided America. Hello and welcome to the Mark and Pete Show. Violent protests over the death of an unarmed African-American man at the hands of police officers in Minnesota have fueled riots and, in fact, has caused many, many issues on the political front. The man, Mr. Floyd, whose neck was held down by an officer, was said to believe to be called out, I can't breathe. And this continued for several minutes. Unfortunately, the man died. George Floyd from Minneapolis is now no longer alive and many people are mourning the loss. But what it has done is it's raised the racist card yet again. Mm. Unfortunately, this is not the first time that this has happened in the United States of America. Does this issue reflect something that's happened in recent times or is the problem much deeper? Does it go back hundreds of years? We're going to discuss this in a lot more detail, but perhaps it does raise the point about the united traits of America. A nation that unites where the law is abided always delights if great protection is provided until one act incites while minorities are derided. Social media recites as ignorance presided. But when hate ignites and colour has collided and blacks and whites are so sadly divided, then civil rights and justice are just one-sided. It simply highlights that a country is misguided. Mm, Clergyman Pete, Mm. is this now the situation we see about the loss of George Floyd just a reflection of what we're seeing today in America, or is the problem just going a little bit deeper? Mm. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, businessman Mark, uh, the problem of uh, racism in America is is a deep one because it comes from an essential injustice of the past. But I, I don't see this particular episode as necessarily being racist in its inception. Uh, the um, the death, which appears to be murder, you know, I'm saying that before the actual investigation is con- concluded, but it looks. Uh, like it was murder, the standing on the neck is, is captured on camera. Uh, this um, this may not have been racist. It was a white cop uh, who was restraining a black man, but that does it doesn't it's not necessarily racist. But the response to it was as if it was. So the perception is important here because what we're seeing is protests which become riots, really, if we're honest with ourselves. Uh, I saw a, a, a surprising uh, reporter with a, uh, well, I believe, I think it was a CNN reporter, certainly a mainstream uh, mm. media oh, yeah. reporter, standing in front of a, uh, a, a whole, a whole um, shopping complex on fire, being burnt to the ground. And you can see people moving about, being a bit violent behind him, assuring his viewers that it was a peaceful protest <laughs> and uh, not very convincing this is not what's happened people have got out of control so you can see that there's something deeper it's not just this incident incident it's something deeper uh, and it wasn't just in the area this happened in minneapolis there were protests in new york uh, as you remember mark uh, there was a similar incident really eerily similar when yeah. eric garner uh, died yes. in 2014 and Crying the phrase the same way yeah, the phrase "I can't breathe" uh, became a sort of um, iconic 
an icon of that, uh, the protests against that, and it's happened again. I can't breathe has become the words, uh, the words that he used. De the demonstrators uh, in New York this time were saying we can't breathe, and after the death of Eric Garner, they were using the same thing, the same phrase, when a chokehold had been used on Eric Garner, which contributed to his death. Now, you asked me whether there's something deeper. I think that there is something far deeper. It's been it's been made worse by uh, reactions of certain politicians, which which we can go into. But essentially, it comes from a, an injustice from the past, uh, a real injustice. Um, I think that this uh, stems from when we have the emancipation of the blacks. Slavery has stopped hundreds of years ago, but. When that happened, the blacks, not, not any of them, were, weren't given land. You could have had them put uh, gathered together in collectives or in some way distributed land to them. And then they would have been part of society. Landowners, would be, uh, as I know, they would have been able to vote even then. So that would have been including them. It would have been a properly inclusive society. Just setting someone free doesn't mean they're free unless they have uh, money, land, to back up that freedom. So I, th I think it stems from that fundamental mistake. And I think the only way to redress it is to move towards not giving them money, but to including them more in society, investing in those areas which are a majority black. I, I mean, I think that's that's part of the answer, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, yes. The, the issue is that there's a fundamental feeling of injustice at the heart of American society. Well, this keeps swelling up on regular, sadly, with, yeah, with regularity regular. and, 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 yeah. and airing regularity. Now, let's get to the, the current fact. So Derek Chauvin, who is white, uh, was shown in, in a footage uh, kneeling on Mr. Floyd's neck for several minutes. And the fact that it's on video as well is also a point of evidence. But yeah. uh, quite remarkably, the fact that it was captured and, as you quite rightly say, was Mr. Floyd was calling out saying, I can't breathe. Now, uh, he had also to point out he had uh, probably around three or four officers had been around there, sort of also um, within the vicinity. The point here is, is that this uh, particular video did go viral and of course naturally has reignited uh, anger um, about uh, you know certain communities um, being affected in this way and of course over police killings of black americans now the point here is is that i think um, what does need to happen is a very clear judicial act and and investigation if this does not come out with complete transparency and, and justice um, of how Derek Chauvin will be uh, tried and assuming that, that they go through the processes if he's found guilty or not guilty that there has to be complete transparency on this because if it, if it if it isn't it's only going to fuel further anger so we're talking about the short term but then we've got the long term. How does America move on from this? Mm -hmm. You know, when we go back to the 1980s, the Rodney King killings um, in Los Angeles, I mean, th this will still resonate with many people throughout the world. Um, it shocked people, partly because of the fact that it was actually filmed, partly for the fact that, ironically, it hasn't gone away. The issue 
generally hasn't gone away. And I don't just mean in that community. I mean, just generally in America. And I think that this comes back also to the divides in America. Um, it's a very divided nation. The culture, the even the laws in the different states are very, very different. It's like a country within a country within a country within a country. Mm. What happens in California is a very different state of affairs to what happens in Massachusetts and what happens uh, in the North of America to the South of America. They're very, very different. And the question here is, is how do you unite the nation when these type of racial issues keep occurring? Now, you mentioned something which was interesting, which is about, you know, uh, what what really has happened over the years where perhaps um, black communities, when emancipation occurred, weren't given the full rights, rights of land, I agree, rights of ownership. It's not yeah. just land. It's also yeah. Yeah. businesses, sure. um, which I think is also another factor yeah. which we'll talk about. Absolutely. Um, and so for me, I think that there has to be, dare I say, a reevaluation of what America really wants going forward, because otherwise what's going to happen is these incidents are just going to keep carrying on. And what I, I think ironically is, is that, and I know that um, many of our listeners are probably going to be slightly cringeworthy when we mention the name of Donald Trump, mm. because he hasn't helped because of his yeah, um, rather helped. careless language, yeah. uh, which he's used on social media. Now, we don't want to necessarily dwell on that too much. But the one thing here is, that Mr. Trump, you have an opportunity, don't you? And that is that come the election, um, which assuming that it still happens, because obviously we've still got the, the challenge of COVID-19 to, to deal with. But let's assume that the presidential election continues in, in November of 2020. Wouldn't it be great, Mr. Trump, if you were able to start and once and for all put in measures in place to basically integrate communities better, give people black and white better rights um, and to be able to invest in communities in the right way? Ironically, he did actually start that, uh, albeit not necessarily race related. But when he came to power, he made a very clear point that he wanted to put investment back into communities that had perhaps been neglected, um, where maybe foreign um, investment had taken over, loss of jobs, uh, loss mm. of American uh, businesses. And, and so he was sort of on a path which actually made sense. What I think now is needed is, is that Trump has an opportunity, or I say Trump, but obviously the, the government, the regime mm. that he leads, has an opportunity to try and work with community leaders, with senators, with ambassadors, with people around the United States to say, we've got to now change this. We've got yes. to think deeper. And to me, this is where I think it can actually feel confident that they've got measures in place that will not only work in any state, but are the same initiatives happening everywhere else. The point being is, it's all very well resolving the problem in you know, uh, Minneapolis. And, and certainly I hope that, uh, that that happens. And those people in Minnesota who, who do need to stop this, these riots, etc. Of course, we want restraint. We want we don't want more more killings and we don't want more retribution. But it, it shouldn't just happen in one state. It's got to happen across the whole mm. of the, the state. Yes. Well, I, I do think uh, just supporting what you're saying, I do think that this administration under Trump 
has made steps in the right direction towards trying to uh, encourage investment, encourage entrepreneurs in black areas that weren't really meant, made before under the Obama administration. It it did seem as though there was an encouragement of uh, a feeling of uh, disenfranchisement, disenfranchisement. Um, a an encouragement of the victim mentality seemed to seemed to be fostered by Obama. Now I understand why he was doing it uh, in order to side with uh, you know his his base. Now Trump, uh, his issue is that he says stupid things. Uh, phrases them poorly. We've noticed that. Yes, yes. Right <laughs> now, he said, well, he, he, well, he tweeted on uh, Friday saying about the riots in Minneapolis, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Now, I know why he said that, because it rhymes, so it, it's, it looks good and it sounds good. Uh, but he should, he should have known that people would take it out of context. You see, as soon as you say something like that, they'll say, you're not just describing what happens, you're saying what should happen. Now, there's no... Uh, indication that he has ever thought that. Uh, Donald Trump, before he turned Republican in order to become president, was quite a liberal guy when uh, I mean, he was uh, a property investor in New York. That's uh, It just doesn't fit in with who he really is, rather than how he's portrayed, because he's a Republican, uh, by the mainstream media, and because he says stupid things, which can be interpreted in these, in these ways. Uh, the phrase, apparently is close to the sort of language used by the Miami police chief uh, in 1967 when he were, uh, brought down uh, the protests, uh, what he were violent protests, with deadly force. Uh, he was behaving, you could say, in an over-the-top manner. It seems like Donald Trump's using similar, uh, similar wording. But... That's carelessness. He should have known that. You know, it's it's if he didn't know it, it could have been pointed out to him, and it probably was. But he did it anyway. So I think that that would help if the if if Donald Trump could change uh, to be a little bit more careful. But that's not going to happen. Uh, so the uh, however, his uh, administration uh, helping uh, these uh, black majority areas to become more prosperous, to have more companies, to have black entrepreneurs in there um, coming from these uh, areas and staying there you know not just not just moving out staying there making the areas where there's majority black um, thriving so everyone wants to be there that's how you get the mixing uh, in society this feeling of a mixing of equals as soon as there's money being given it's uh, to use a phrase which could be misinterpreted but I'm using it deliberately it's like keeping the blacks on the plantation to just give them handouts. Uh, what you need to do is uh, enable them to transform the areas in which they live. Because, now let me, I'm just going to give a, a Bible verse here that supports this. Uh, the Bible, the, the right at the heart of the gospel message in the Bible uh, is this verse, Galatians 3 verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, existing the, di the different ethnic backgrounds, the different social backgrounds and the different genders, you're all one. You, you, don't, uh, you don't keep these dividing walls between different peoples. You have to break them down. And so the Bible is really clear. We, this is something that we've got to do. And I think, um, well, I would say this, wouldn't I, as a clergyman, but I think 
part of the uh, part of the solution really is a Christian revival in America. Remember, yeah. America is a deeply Christian nation, especially the black congregation. Uh, and not only has some of the uh, the uh, black culture has produced not only some of the biggest churches, but some of the best churches and the greatest preachers, and everyone knows this in America. And so this uh, is a point where a point of connection between uh, the different cultures, if only uh, people were more active within the Christian community, uh, let alone the spiritual effect, uh, th- this point of connection could be uh, a drawing together of people in that uh, fractured and divided society. Yes. Um, now, I think we should readdress the balance on a few things here, because um, what we've seen is video footage. And uh, well, on the surface, it does seem that there is some heavy handedness, yeah. um, undoubtedly. Now, on the one hand, the Minnesota governor on George Floyd's death said, thank God a young person had a camera to video it. Now, on the surface, you might think, well, yes, at least we've got some evidence. However, naturally, that has sort of fueled some angst uh, via social media. And it's all about context and the viewpoint. Now, according to the full report by the county medical examiner, um, which has not been released, but um, the complaint states that the post-mortem examination did not find evidence of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. The medical examiner noted that Mr. Floyd had underlying heart conditions and the combination of these potential intoxicants in his system um, and being restrained by the officers likely contributed to his death. So the question is, whilst I know Mr. Floyd's um, family are calling for a murder charge, is it more a case of manslaughter in the sense that Mr. Chauvin and potentially some other officers who were involved in the incident may be called into account. He's probably, as we know, he's lost his job. But the point being here is, um, is he actually guilty of murder? It's not premeditated. So that's one point um, here. So I think that we have to sort of think about um, putting things in context. But again, this is where I come back to social media is worrying for me. Um, And when the governor pointed out that people had the video, uh, my worry there was it's insightful. Um, What I'm not saying is, is that the video evidence can't be used, but it's not the full story, is it? And this is where I think it comes back to, you know, how this matter is handled to not fuel further incidents, because what we don't want is retribution. We don't want people taking action on the wrong decisions. But going forward, I think it really does reflect to me that wherever you go in America, there is still a divide. And sadly, dare I say that racism exists. Now, many people will point out that it's not just America. It does exist in Britain. It does exist in Europe. And in fact, it exists throughout the world. But I think that what we now have to sort of think about is, are we going to see more of these incidents occur if something isn't done? Mm. And we come back to the point that if there isn't some kind of law or initiative put in place, all we're going to see 
is these type of incidents occurring, and I don't yes, just mean in yeah. Minneapolis, I'm talking about anywhere. It could be anywhere. It could be that somebody walks down the street, uh, there's an altercation, somebody dies for whatever reason, um, not necessarily a malice of forethought, it just an incident occurs and is amplified in a community that just brings unrest. Yes, We've yeah. already got enough, and this is the other thing yes. as well, so just before we sort of conclude this, we've got to try and think about how we risk manage our society better. We already know, and we've talked extensively in previous Mark and Pete shows about COVID-19, and, and that's been well documented. We now have to think about how do we build a society that is better equipped to cope with incidents and have the right measures in place. I don't think America has got them. I certainly know that Britain hasn't got them. So is that not mm. now the time to say maybe, hopefully, this incident is one of the last that we see where now we can start to sort of work together? Mm. So, so as a conclusion to this, yes. um, and Pete, what, what, what would your, what would your um, clergyman um, hat say on this, on this in terms of, uh, we've got to be very careful because we're not U.S. citizens, and mm. so we've got to be really mindful of that. But at the end of the day, thinking about society gen in general, so it could be anywhere in the world, um, and when we both of us have lived in different parts of the world, so it's not just that we, we're just uh, British people sitting here spouting. Well, our, our al words. Although we are that as well. Although yeah. we are that as well, yeah. but um, but the fact of the matter is, is that. Um, Something needs to happen. Yes. And yeah. what would you like to see if I asked you now, paint the picture of the year 2021 onwards? What would you like to see happening from government, society well, well, and people well, 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 generally? Uh, one, I'd like to see the churches taking a lead on this. I read a Bible verse earlier that makes it quite clear that we're not to see segregation in churches, which happens for cultural reasons. I'm not saying... A black church should become white uh, or vice versa, but more mixing, more encouragement of bringing people in, more preaching on the subject from from these great preachers on uh, 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 from all different churches that have such a great effect uh, on people because they're such brilliant communicators. They can make more more of this sort of incident. By, not by stoking the differences, but by encouraging people to see what they have in common. So I would say churches take a big take a, a big take a big step forward by encouraging uh, mixing within their own ranks uh, secondly i would say uh, the, the idea of investment i guess this isn't part of the, a clergyman's answer specifically but i think the trying to get rid of the ghettoization that uh, you have these areas which are poor and black to the extent that many commentators and many politicians make the mistake in america of equating the two poor and black that shouldn't be the case. What's what, what's that got to do with it? It shouldn't yep. be at all. So, uh, encouragement of entrepreneurship in uh, in that local area. You know the 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 market beat, uh, mantra of localism is very important to have actual thriving businesses in the area which has become poor and black. Let it become wealthy, and more people will want to be there from different ethnic backgrounds. It'll become more mixed, and we'll see that. Uh, this. We'll see a change in society over time. But finally, my final point is, uh, it to remove racism needs a change of heart. So we need people actually to convert, turn to Christ, and only in doing that can the hatred be taken out of your own heart. 
Mm. Well, listeners, what do you think about that? And do you feel the same way? I mean, Mr. Chauvin has been charged with third degree murder and second degree manslaughter over his role in Mr. Floyd's uh, death. Is that right? Do you think that actually it's just a case that we need better education, we need better investment, and maybe we need to certainly install more faith into the community? Why not log on to markandp.com and let us know your thoughts, and we will certainly follow this case very, very closely. Join us again next time for more conversations with clergyman Pete and businessman Mark. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.